0: Welcome to Disaffected. I'm Joshua Slocum, and this is the show from Burlington, Vermont, where we talk about politics, culture and relationships through a psychological lens. And we're joined today. I'm going to introduce him and then I'm going to take host prerogative and I'm going to do a little bitching first. As always, we are joined today by Nick Lopez, who is a longtime friend of disaffected producer Kevin, and he has been begging him to come on the show because Nick is such good conversation. Welcome, Nick. Good morning. (laughs) No, it's not. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) 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 You and I have talked before. We've talked a few times, but this is the first time that we've uh, we've got it on tape. So uh, uh, those of you out in listener land, um, if you think that I'm spicy and if you think that I can complain about things, well, buckle your seatbelts because you got two of us today and I'm going to start. So I wanted to get breakfast uh, before I'm never, I'm never up on a Sunday morning like this. <laughs> so I'm like, I need some breakfast. So I wanted to go to the Jewish bagelry. We actually had, note the past tense, had an authentic Jewish bagelry where you could go in. The bagels were not those big old fluffy pillow um, marshmallow things that, that um, we call bagels today. You know, actual, you know, little hand-formed guys, matzo ball soup, you know, everything you'd expect. So I'm driving up and down the road this morning. I'm like, Did I take a wrong turn? This place has been here for 20 years. Where, where is it? couldn't find it i only discover that they've moved a block into a new building they're not they're not myers bagels anymore they're myers wood fired exclamation point cuz things in vermont to be good um, have to be wood-fired, exclamation point. So all the restaurants now are making a great big theatrical production out of installing brick ovens that are exposed to the diners so that you can see every single thing you're doing. Um, and apparently noticing that the source of heat that brings the oven up to 500 degrees is wood makes it somehow better than any other thing. <laughs> so that's what's happened here. And I go in, and it looks like every other modern restaurant now. It's a mix of industrial grunge, disgusting, and exposed fake brick and fake wood. Everybody is 19 years old behind the counter, and there are only three of them when there ought to be ten working. They don't serve matzo ball soup anymore. Um, you have to you have to tell them whether you want plain butter. Or Euro butter. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want a bagel. I want an everything bagel. And this is the... <laughs> I promise I'm going to stop after this. I hate new normal so much. The, I'm going to order my bagel for you listeners exactly the way I spoke it. Yes, may I please have an everything bagel toasted with butter and Also with cream cheese. I'd like both butter and cream cheese. So, okay, great. Do you think I got my butter? Nope. (laughs) And I expect this now. Every single restaurant I go to, I absolutely expect this. Um, And I'm right. At least 50% of the time now, whatever I order, whether it's a fast food restaurant or a takeout place, is wrong. At least 50%. does not matter how clear you are. doesn't matter how polite you are. Um, people simply don't listen. They do not pay attention. Nobody cares. New normal. All right, Nick, over to you. What do you got to bitch about this morning?
1: Well, I live in Bagel Land. They make lenders pillowy, fluffy bagels where I live. So, you <laughs> <you're very> simple, <laughs> little sympathy from me on the genuine bagel cause. There. Lenderland. Um, <laughs> and the Euro butter, buddy. That is that is like twice the cholesterol. And and creamy deliciousness nom-noms. I mean, of course go it with is. that. Seriously, I, it, it's not new. I know. That's the old butter. I, understand. I mean, that's the way butter should be. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. I understand. Let's, I let's agree with it. you. I agree with you. I
0: like it. Um, however, what I'm criticizing is uh, the preciousness. The pretentious preciousness, right? It's not that I object to it. Yes, I have had European higher butter, higher dairy fat content butter. Yes, I affirm that I like and approve of it. What I don't like, and I know nobody cares except maybe you, those of you listening. Um, What I don't like is, is everything. It's it's. This is, what I th- this is what I was thinking about. I was trying to think, like, if I write something about this, how would I describe it? I would describe this contemporary move to refurbish, renovate, uh, change menus, this kind of constant turnover uh, that we're seeing right now, or at least that I am seeing right now in the area country that I live in. It's, it's, it's as if somebody decided to take away everything, everything that anyone over 25 might enjoy. Anything that looks like it did 20 years ago must go. Even if it's a menu item that everybody likes, if it's out of style, it must go. It doesn't matter if you like it. And if you like it, that means you're in your 40s. And if you're in your 40s, hmm Right? So, as I'm ordering this stuff, and here's the other part of it: everything is fucking iPads. Every goddamn transaction is some 19-year-old with either a wired or a portable little Apple device um, that is designed not for ease of use to fit in the hand, but to look like Apple. And, you know, you got. Oh, your card doesn't tap. Just tap. No, my card doesn't tap. Oh, hang on.
1: Yeah. Can and, we and have the, uh, anything just a tip of 20%, That's what I was that's what I was gonna get 40%. to
0: this that's exactly what happened. This young woman, she was very polite. There was nothing wrong with her. I'm not complaining about her. Um, I hate her entire generation, but I'm not complaining about her personally. Um uh, she was very nice. Um but yes, this is what they do now. She puts that stupid fucking iPad thing in front of me, um and makes me decline a tip while she watches me. They've lost my business. They've lost my business. Myers Bagels, fuck you! I'm never coming in again.
1: Exactly, and uh, you know, you your show is a psychological twist. Well, this is psychological. It's manipulation. Um, Farm to table. Well, duh. What restaurant in the world is not farm to table? (laughs) I mean, that that's how it works. That is what a restaurant is: farm to table you know it goes through processes and trucks and everything else but it's no different in Vermont than it is when the Cisco truck pulls out up outside a Burger King yep it's not any different it's 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 your wood-fired oven well you know 500 degrees is 500 degrees <laughs> period yep. yes you know whether you got there with gas or you know animal fat or <laughs> you know, <laughs> or or organically uh, responsibly sourced wood, whatever the hell that means. It's all the same.
0: <laughs> I birthed and it, it myself. Just semantics. Oh, it's semantics. yes, it is. It's all semantic games. It's all old wine in new bottles. It's all euphemisms. It's all new descriptions for the same old thing, except the actual same old things. Like anything. I, I'm. Yeah. No. I, no. I'm not sorry. I mean this. Anything that anyone over 25 likes has to go. That is what's driving this. No, I don't think they're consciously sitting there and saying, you know, oh, take away everything old people like. No, it isn't. It's not a conspiracy, but it is what's happening. You we're we're you know, Nick, I'm 48. How old are you? I'm 54. Okay, tell me if this tell me if this rings true to you. We talked about this on the show um, last week, I think. I perceive, and I believe that I have evidence for it, too. I believe that I can point to evidence in the objective world. It's not just my subjective emotion about it. Um, there is a there's a cliff, uh, not a gradual decline, not a hill, but a cliff between our generation, loosely Gen X, and everyone who came before us. I was talking about how this, the so-called silent generation, then the baby boomers, their children, my parents' generation, and then my generation, Generation X. We all largely, all three of those generations, even though we came along at different times and technology changed, it was not as severe as the cliff now. We all shared a generally common culture. We knew the same movies, um, and including movies from generations prior to ours. We knew songs from generations Prior to ours, this was part of our common cultural experience. I feel like Nick, when it when it goes from us to the millennials, complete cliff drop. It's like Wiley e. Coyote walking along, and all of a sudden he realizes that he's in the air. Boom. What does it seem like to you?
1: Well, exactly. I I agree with you 100 percent on that. It's um, boy, how do I put it into terms here? It's uh. They don't even know the difference between boys and girls. I mean, boys are sperm havers and girls are egg havers. I mean, that's not even accurate. There's some school district in Vermont that's doing that. Well, boys and girls technically ha- aren't haven't reached adolescence. They can't be sperm havers or egg havers. Girls are born with years.
0: all the eggs they will ever have. And they are born
1: because they're grandmother. They are just feminists you. Yeah. You know, it's just women or girls who are not menstru or who haven't menstruated aren't women. They're girls. You know, we don't call them menstruators. We can't. That's an <laughs> inaccurate term. Um, You know, the, what it was it? The Randolph School District, I think, in Vermont. Yes, Walked sir. in a complete circle to come right back to the beginning and make it twice as difficult. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, they wanted it to be gender inclusive. And What
0: well, we're talking
1: about, so folks gonna... listening,
0: what, what Nick is referring to is a uh, recent uh, dust-up at Randolph, uh, I believe middle and high school here in Vermont, uh, where they sent out a letter to the parents saying that in sex education, they would no longer be referring to males or females, and they would not be referring to boys and girls. Instead, they would be referring to some formulation of what Nick just said sperm havers and egg havers that's what he means when he says they walked all the way around and came back to the same place go ahead nick
1: yeah well almost the same place i mean you know an inaccurate place you know it it was uh, they still have the same designations between boys and girls they just have made it this big long complicated word that actually is inaccurate and they've done it with everything. They've done it with the restaurant business, you know, farm to table. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> what isn't farm to table? You know, McDonald's is farm to table. It may not be nice farms. It may not be pretty farms. And, it may, you know, your lap is not much of a table. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there it is. It, it's still essentially the same thing. I know. Have you seen um, my lap? i can hold a lot of whopper pieces in my lap and fall off the sandwich believe me (laughs) and so can the little spaces in my car between the door and the seat belt (laughs) got french fries dating back 20 years in there (laughs) that's just called car leftovers yeah exactly but but the language they're using and um uh, it's 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 designed to confuse it's designed to manipulate as as all language games are you know it is narcissism it boils back to that you know our table is or, or our restaurant is is farm to table well oh, you know that's a narcissistic statement that that's um yep. i'm better than you that's i'm better than mcdonald's that's i'm better than anybody else because i've got this title
0: well, they do the same thing. Building. They do this, and it's very it's very class based. It's very, very class based. this oh, this, yeah. this language we're talking about is the fetishistic linguistic um set of totems used by middle and upper middle class people. um not not, I would say, by actually rich, rich people. They tend to be more secure in their identities and don't need new names for everything, but you the middle and upper middle to class to middle.
1: too. Oh, if you can afford to go to Mil- Middlebury College, you're rich, rich. I'm sorry. Oh, OK. You know, that, that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't put those people as middle class. You know, if you can afford to live in Vermont, you're rich, rich. Honestly, I can't afford the rents in Vermont and I'm pretty well off. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, <laughs> you know, it's I,
0: crazy. They're getting to New York City prices on apartments around here. It's true.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, but but this language, this narcissism, that is is prevalent, and and it, it goes all over the place. Um, you know the 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 recapturing of the word queer, or as I call it, the Q word. Um, why did that happen? How did that happen? When I was a child, that was a derogatory word. You know, the the kids who beat me up in school called me faggot and queer. Yep. You know, well they kicked my teeth in, and it it, it was not. A a word that I grew up to embrace it all. Um, When I grew up, I I described myself as a gay man or a homosexual, if you need to get wordy with it. But, you know, gay is just easier. I go to gay bars. You know, it's a gay Mm -hmm. nightclub. It's a gay neighborhood. It's a gay district. It's a gay restaurant, gay coffee shop. It's gay. Yeah. But, you know, I I never referred to it as queer. And uh, all of a sudden, all these universities are coming up with queer studies programs. How the hell did that happen? You know, that that was a derogatory, offensive word 10 years ago. You know, I don't see the University of Illinois having a Irish and Mick studies program or a Italian and WAP studies program. You know, um, they have a gender and women's studies program. Ironically, you what, know they can't figure are, out what a woman wait, is. Wait, what but are women? This. What are women? Yeah, what are women? I don't know. But you know, if we were going to take a derogatory word for woman, we could have a gender and broad studies program, <laughs> or gender and dame studies program, or gender and chick studies program. <laughs> you know, there's there's obviously more updated, more offensive words. Oh well, yes, there are. I don't, I'm not going to I'm not going to delve there because you know this gets my point across. Um, they don't have that, they haven't done that. They haven't uh, come up with a Jewish and Hebrew studies program that they call the Final Solution. <laughs> Why? Because it's offensive. But they do this with queer. And, you know, I recently wrote the diversity and, and inclusion department at the University of Illinois. And um, first they sent me a, a automatic reply email that told me that they they monitored this account and they would be monitoring it, and then several days went by, and I didn't receive a uh, reply that let me know that I was being ignored. So I wrote again. And I received a a, uh, a, a mansplanation for the lack of a better word, from from the Diversity and Inclusion officer, telling me just basically that queer is the new word, get over it.
0: So this is what um, some university cuck boy told you?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, he said he appreciated me concerning raising my concerns about the word queer. As I am aware, there is a wide array in how the word queer is utilized in public spaces, ranging from derogatory to an umbrella description of an array of sexuality and gender diversity. Currently, groups u- who utilize the term in their organized t- title as well as studies minor through the gender and women's studies of course this does not detract from your personal experience with this term simply to say that when the term is used on our campus it is coming from our students and units working close with alignment to the lgbt plus community condescending left-wing word salad is what that is you know he he's minimizing my concerns he's telling me that they have no validity at all um you know and and that i, I i'm aware and he's undoubtedly he's is...
0: undoubtedly 30 years your junior uh or more yeah. um probably yeah. probably but not necessarily gay. um but absolutely uh absolutely uh neutered you know well, let me we let's take a break. Uh, we're about 20 minutes in. Let's take a break and let's let's pick this story back up on the other side. I think we can get into some stuff about what, what's actually going on with, with men as well. Uh, so, listeners, we'll be back after the break. Looking for a non-woke place to put your money where your mouth is? Put it where my mouth is. Disaffected supporters get access to our private Discord chat server, backstage episode recording sessions, surprise guests, and more. And all it takes is $10 a month. You've got two options. Either Substack, visit us at disaffectedpod.substack.com, or go over to subscribestar.com slash disaffected. Remember, choose the $10 level or higher for Discord access. Welcome back. So, give us give us a little more here about what exactly you, did you have more to this correspondence with, uh, with the State University?
1: Well, I basically wrote him back and, you know, said that I, I lived in a neighborhood in Las Vegas recently that was 75% black, and in that neighborhood, from the time I woke up till the time I went to bed, I probably heard the N-word a minimum of 300 times, probably closer to 1,000 or 4,000 by the time the day was over. Um, We had one neighbor downstairs from us who, who, when she was mad at her husband, she could use the N-word as a verb, a noun, an adjective, a superlative, a dangling participle, all in one sentence. I mean, you know, but I don't, you know, so obviously the N-word is not nearly as offensive as we're told it is, because I heard it all the time. Um,
0: yeah, and you know and what? I, and I know why you're doing it, and I do it too because everybody does it. But I, I, am very unhappy about it. I, I am very unhappy that well, we derogatory. that we are at the we are at the place where you have to say the N word and I have to say the well, N word.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, it's a derogatory statement. It is, but it it, 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 it has been it has been a turned into of African and N-word studies at the University of <laughs> Illinois. You know, even though I can go out and hear this word more often than if I walk into a gay bar, I won't hear the word queer at all. That's very, true. Very, very rarely. That's true. But if I go to a black neighborhood, I'll hear the N-word all the time so you know if we're talking about words that have been reclaimed by a community there's one so why doesn't the university of illinois have an african and n-word department (laughs) you know they don't because it's offensive because it's derogatory because they know it's not right so why are they doing with this with queer you know why are homosexual men basically being singled out for this and this is not the first time the state of illinois has used this term um, Back in the 50s, it was against the law for men to hook up with each other. And there were vice officers in Chicago, the Queer Buster Squad, quote unquote, that cleaned up, quote unquote, again, the gay community. Yep. So when a department of an Illinois state government dusts off this term and drags it out again and says it's totally OK, I've got problems with that. Because the last time they used it, it wasn't totally okay, right? Um, y- y- you know, and they were out to bust queers. You know, and that's how they looked at us.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I think there's a I think there's a deeper level of what's wrong with it. I think that's one problem with it. It's the it's the it's the base problem where it started, but in my view, there's another problem that is, to me, far more offensive. Uh, than the fact that they chose an offensive word. Um, I would sooner accept hearing queer all the time than I would accept why and how they're using it. And what I mean by that is this is not a this is not a quote unquote reclamation. It's not a, a bottom up linguistic, natural linguistic. Uh, act by an alleged cohort or community. It is very top down and it is done specifically and it is done for reasons of narcissistic control. They want the word first of all they want to and I'm not saying this is conscious. I'm not saying this is in that that everyone who does this who's part of the woke left. I am not proposing that they're they're scheming all of this out. Step one step two step three many of most I would say do not experience it consciously that way. They think they're just doing the right thing. But what's actually happening is they want to control what other people are allowed to say, think and identify with. And they're, so they're doing this as a way of actually trying to take and, and I'm sorry, successfully in many cases, take away the cultural power of gay men to speak as gay men. They don't want that. They want us to know we are not in charge. We are not the special ones. They are. Do you, you well, know what you I mean? Wanted,
1: if you wanted to uh, instigate a right-wing dictatorship in this country, what's the best way to do that? What they're doing and, right now? Uh, what they're doing right now. Honestly, if, if you want a right-wing dictatorship in this country, keep going on the course that you're going. Um, and I think that that is, you know, this country has never been kind to communists. I, I find it hard to believe that all of a sudden Russia is capitalist and so we're gonna switch sides. Um, I'm not buying that. I, I think that what's going on, it is top down. I think it's intentional. And I think that by putting people like Dylan Mulvaney and um, the, the, the luggage stealer, nuclear guy. Sam Brinton. And, you know, all, and, and uh, Rachel, Levine forward as his real name is Richard the community. Yeah. Real name Richard in, in doing this. They're bringing up a level of disgust and it's working. I feel it. Me too. I, I look at the stuff and I'm like, Ugh. it is disgusting. You know, it, it is. It's, it's gross. You, you know, you turn your nose up at it and it, it it's hard to look at. Um, You know, 10 years ago, rupaul's drag race was entertaining yes the the people going on there were trying to entertain people now it's become this virtue signaling festival of weirdness and the contestants out at drag and in drag honestly are just ugly Yep. i mean they're not even trying anymore to to achieve any standard no, of they traditional are a- they beauty. are
0: actively yeah yeah no not only are they not trying you are correct they are actively and consciously choosing deliberate uglification they they are anti-beauty and i mean that top to bottom i mean it aesthetically i mean it spiritually i mean it morally and ethically they are anti whatever has conventionally been seen as beautiful healthy whole or normative that is the entire Mm -hmm. purpose behind this
1: You can't change that. I'm sorry, but, you know, if some guy built guy with built like an upside down Pepsi bottle guy with washboard abs takes off his shirt beside the highway I'm driving on, there's going to be a car accident. Thank you. You know, and, you know, (laughs) I can't I can't look at Dylan Mulvaney and see anything even remotely attractive there because I like men. Yeah. You know, give me, a, give me a soldier, give me a cowboy, give me, you know, something. Yes, Danny. You know, but, but an actual man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want a band walking out, Oh, god, ah, girl, you know, yes, queen. It, right. It's just not a turn on for me. Here's a, here's it never a, has been.
0: Yeah, I, well, and that that gets to the uh, we could well we'll ha- maybe we'll do this in another show, you and I. That gets to the fundamental paradox of the male homosexual experience. Most of us, and again, supp- supply your own, not all's audience. Got it? Most, not all. Gay men want masculine men. They want most, most most straight women too. Yes, of course they do. Most most liberal they, straight. Of women course they, women yes, too. they do. Um but the the tragedy for us gay men is that far fewer of us are the kind of man that we want. Right?
1: Some are. Well, they don't the, the the show Thunder Down from Down Under in Las Vegas, the male strip show, is not staffed with guys that look like Dylan Mulvaney. No. It, it wouldn't have a draw you couldn't sell a ticket to that um <laughs> there's a reason you know uh, people aren't going to change their idea just because they're, they're they're told to um the ford taurus was always an ugly car
0: <laughs> thank you um, th- there,
1: there was nothing no amount of marketing that ford could do could make that anything but a hideous car um you know uh, they had yeah, but, but but it sold it was it was cars. one of the
0: best selling cars for a long uh, best selling american cars for a long time
1: <laughs> it was but you know nobody ever got rich underestimating the taste of the american public that or nobody mm. ever went bankrupt underestimating the taste of the american public that's for sure um Let's you know say, it, it, it,
0: this thing about men, i, I want to stay on this thing about men um at, at, i've talked about this with kevin i've talked about it with some of my other uh friends, uh, few as they are these days. Um, how is it? So I spent most of my life, as the audience knows, being a progressive liberal Democrat. That that started to change at age 41. I'm 48 now. Um, I'm far more socially and economically conservative today than I ever thought I would be. But I will not call myself a conservative. I'm I'm certainly I didn't go when I stopped registering with the Democratic Party. I did not then go and register with the Republicans, Uh, although I'm voting for them these days because they're the ones doing the things I want. When when they stop doing the things I want, I will stop voting for Republicans. And if a Democrat comes along and starts doing things that I think are good, I will vote again for a Democrat. Um, But I have noticed this even though I'm not the most um, uh, traditionally masculine man, I have uh, gay mannerisms. The the intonation in my voice, it's easy to pick up that I'm gay, and I play it up on the show. Right? I ham it up um, because I like to I like to tweak people, and and frankly, I kind of like I I feel like the world needs a Paul Lind, and I want to be this century's Paul Lind. because <laughs> I think there's I think there's a role for that, but. When you strip it all down, Nick, how is it that homosexuals like you and me, I mean, I I realize I may not be speaking for you completely. I'm certainly speaking for me. But, you know, I'm a guy who spent most of my life being looked at as a sissy and a pansy. And I've got more balls than 10 straight men these days. Have you noticed this about some gay men, how absolutely neutered straight men are?
1: Um not really, because I live in rural Illinois. Okay. Uh the men around here are men. They don't they're not paying attention to this culture war in the slightest. They're not online. They've got jobs to do. They've got kids to raise. They've got other concerns. They vote Republican. Um and they they do what men do. And what men do is, is take care of things without needing a lot of attention for it. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's one of the that's why they're being marginalized, just because they they nobody sees them. But yet, every time you turn on a light switch, every time you pull up to a gas pump, every time you flush your toilet, you are depending on men. Yes, you know, a, a, and men who have quietly come in without a lot of drama and done their thing. And yeah, it costs a lot of money to have some of this shit done. Um, electricity plumbing, whatever. Um, but it's a, it, do you really want to get in there and, and and drag wires through your walls and and wade through shit? Yep. no. yeah, I'm so right. so what happens? You know, you like to eat. You know you, you, in order for you to go to this bagel restaurant and see this fancy wood fire oven and whatever, some farmer had to get out there and cut wheat. You know, and, and those are the people very quietly not getting any credit credit really from anybody because the restaurant is using farmer. They're not using farmer. They're using farm. Mm. OK, you know, it's farm mm-hmm. to table, not farmer to you. Ah, good you know, point.
0: Good point. Hey, we're coming you know, up. We're, we're, they're they're leaving
1: the man out of it. And men yep. and women have gotten lost in the roles. Um, I spent two hours with a insurance, uh, I've just changed insurance company, so new homeowner's insurance, they want to inspect the property. So they send this woman, liberal woman from Champaign over who spent two hours with me. I uh, And at the same time, I had electricians in. The electricians very quietly went to the w- basement and started working. Now, in the two hours I spent with her, I can tell you the following things about her. She is not happy in her life. She told me several times. She is not happy that she had children. She told me several times. Her daughter is non binary and just got her first chest binder. Now, that's an awful lot of information for the insurance person to give me. Yeah, it's a lot of oversharing. I'm supposed to be telling them about, you know, well, my electricity needs updated. You know, there's this structural problem that, you know, things that are a liability concerning my house. That's what the appointment was. But no, it turned into all about her and all about her career goals and aspirations and and how she didn't find raising children to be satisfying. But yet sitting here with an app and a cell phone in her hand, reading me questions is somehow satisfying and gratifying. Yeah. And I, I'm like, you know, no wonder your daughter's finding her chest. She's trying to get rid of motherdom. Absolutely. You know,
0: all right. I, hey, are, all right. OK, I, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm I'm stepping on your toe. Um, we are going to come to the end of this episode where um, Nick and I are, are going to keep talking today. But you in Radioland will experience the rest of our conversation in the next episode. Nick, I, I would one of the things I want to hit on in that next episode is your article that is out now in uh, American Thinker. Can you please uh, give us about give us about a 20 second synopsis of what that is?
1: Oh, that high speed rail between Merced, California and Bakersfield, California will never make money and it's probably never going to get completed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that you did that in five seconds. All right. Excellent. Everyone out there. Thank you very much for listening. This has been disaffected, but it's part one. Uh, Look for the next episode. Nick and I are going to keep going and we're going to talk about that article on high speed rail in the American Thinker.